Welcome to the Cheryl Reeve Show. Cheryl, uh, I was on vacation the last couple of weeks, and my wife and I kind of plan out one big vacation every year because we have conflicting schedules. This is going to be it. She tore her meniscus. We ended up not oh, going. No. And But the cool thing is that I've spent a lot of the last two weeks watching sports. I've spent a lot of the last few weeks watching women's sports. We are recording this on Sunday night. I just got done watching Nellie Corda. Uh, when the PGA become the first U.S. woman to become number one in the world since 2014. Watch Simone Biles, Suni Lee, Grace McCallum, Shikari Richardson, Gabby Thompson. Just watch Vegas and Seattle. Great overtime game, uh, which <laughs> you are very familiar with these days. And I was thinking about just what, what, how lucky I was to have these things to watch as, as I'm home with you know, my wife and my dogs. And really, Sylvia Fowles is – Right up there with all the greats, you know. With all, I mean, she put in two historically great performances in this last week. Uh, so I, I just wanted to get your reaction to what Sylvia has done uh, in the last week or so, and, and just where she where, where she belongs in the pantheon in the WNBA. Yeah, well, that's a lot. Well, one, I'm really excited for you uh, that you got a chance to see all those great women competing, and then, you know, I, I too watched the uh, the the Vegas and. Um, uh, Seattle game, uh, obviously really uh, fresh off of our game. You know, I was pretty locked into what they were running and what Seattle was getting, what they weren't getting, and a uh, heck of a game uh, to finish. But Sylvia Fowles, you, know, you mentioned her historic performance. Um, you know, I was talking with her uh, this morning. And I said, I don't think I've been a part of any of your 30-point games until uh, last night. And so, you know, we, we thought that was the case. And, you know, beyond that, just, just – uh, you know, her, her complete line with the 10, re, you know, uh, to get at least 10 rebounds, four assists, four steals, and four blocks in a game. Uh, that's never been done before in WNBA history. Um, and so, you know, just to see so uh, she's playing a lot of minutes. Um, but we kind of got to this place as a team where, you know, we said that, uh, you know, there's some luxuries and there's some things that you have to have and, ha- you know, wins you have to have. Uh, a luxury is to, is to give uh, players rest. Uh, but we're just not going to do it at the sacrifice of, of winning games. And, um, you know, we're going to try to be mindful in our off days and other ways that we can help uh, some of the players that are logging heavy minutes. But Sylvia Fowles has been absolutely incredible. And uh, no question, I, I say this over and over again, and you know, a lot of times people think, well, you're a coach because you should say those things. But uh, Sylvia Fowles is simply dominant uh, at both ends of the floor. And she's been so locked in. Uh, I can always tell when we report to training camp, uh, the ways in which Syl moves defensively, the timeliness that she can rotate. Uh, she has been incredibly locked in all season on that end of the floor. And then now I think that we've done a much, much better job offensively getting her in, in better positions, getting her the ball on time, on target. And she's just been, uh, you know, doing work, you know, when, when we get it to her. So it's been really fun to, to coach her. Yeah, it's been a blast to watch as well. Uh, to let you know, uh, we, of course, are sponsored by Rudy Luther Toyota, SuccessfulMarketingGroup.com, and CaraQuinnRealtor.com. It's Cara Quinn, your local realtor. This We're also uh, working on promoting the Lando Lakes Legends Classic. So during this show, you'll hear a short interview with Michelle Redman, the former Gophers uh Golf coach, also a former LPGA star. Uh, and then on my show, Blocked and Needed with Jim Suhan this week, I have my longer conversation with Michelle. And, yes, we're promoting uh, that tournament. I really would like to see a rise in women's golf in Minnesota. But it's also about Michelle and, and golf in general, and she's, she's a great person to talk to. But if you want tickets, 
and you'll hear more about this later in the show. But if you want tickets, you can go to thelegendstour.com, and uh, it's all right there. But that'll, again, be included in this show and on my show. Uh, so Becky Hammond seems to be finishing second in a lot of coaching searches. Uh, are you concerned that she might not end up actually getting a job she deserves at this point? Uh, there's no question. Um, you know, I think it's, uh, it's still indicative of, of where we are in men's sports that, uh, that we think that, um, you know, some of the other candidates are more qualified when they simply aren't, um, and, and, or, you know, equally qualified, uh, it's still indicative of the fact that, you know, we're just not ready in men's sports, uh, to, to give a woman the opportunity to lead a team. Uh, so yes, I'm very concerned. And, this is not seen as progress that, that Becky was the first finalist. This is ridiculous um, that we're, we're kind of noting that, you know, that, that a female uh, was a finalist for a position. That's not progress. Uh, so they don't get credit for that. And I think I'm making sure that the narrative isn't that. There can't be headlines that that somehow uh, deserves some sort of pat on the back. It does not. Uh, we're not trying to be finalists for positions because it's easy for organizations to do that to say that somebody was a finalist, uh, that bails them out uh, until we make that decision that they're going to lead our team, that, that a woman is going to uh, lead their team. Uh, then, then, you know, to me, the NBA, it's going to start to grow old. Uh, they're on their honeymoon with regard to diversity in their hiring, uh, but it is close to being over. That honeymoon is very, very close to being over. Uh, uh, that They don't get credit for that as being progress. No, and uh, I remember covering Tony Dungy when he was with the Vikings in the early 90s, and he was obviously one of the brightest coaches in the league. And guess what? He always got interviews, and he always finished second. Uh, yep. it's, it's just the easiest thing for an organization to do. That's right. Uh, let's uh, get into the Olympics. You and I will both be going to Tokyo. You earned it. I'm going to my job. <laughs> uh, but you're going to be bringing a couple players with you. Yes, we're really excited. Uh, you know, Sylvia Fowles going for the fourth time. Nafisa Collier going for the first time. Uh, you know, we're super excited about the opportunities uh, to uh, for those two players specifically you know, to be on such a great team. And uh, and then for me, you know, just to have a chance to share in it and support Dawn Staley in any way that we can uh, to bring home the gold uh, for the USA. So, uh, you know, these are you know sort of lifetime achievement type things uh, for these players and, and uh you know, it's it's just fun that I get to you know have a really good seat to to watch them compete in the Olympics. And of course, Sylvia, I'm sure it was a very easy selection. I think Fee's interesting because I think she really fits an Olympic roster well because obviously she can score and she can shoot the three, but she can also help out a team that has a lot of scores without necessarily needing to score a lot. And I think that's really valuable. You you hit the nail on the head that you know there's you know when you form these teams, there's a lot of great players, and so you got to have people that know how to play the game. Uh, and, and that can understand when it's their time and when it's not their time, uh, what's needed. And, and, you know, Dawn Staley has some really good history with Nafisa as far as, uh, you know, competing. And, and so Dawn, Dawn knows that uh, Fee does winning things. And, you know, when you're going to battle trying to win a gold, you want the very best. They're going to put you in a position to do that. And, uh, you know, it's not easy to get down to, to 12 players, I can tell you that. Uh, but, you know, you want someone like Fee who, who does winning things. It's been proven time and time again. A different position, but I know there's there's a lot of uh, uproar about NECA being left off. Any thoughts on that? You know, I don't. Um, I, I you know I defer to Carol Callen and the and the selection committee on that. I can tell you that um, no decision of leaving great players off is easy. Um, you know that's that's an obvious statement. Uh, I'm not a part of the process. Um, I just know that you know those decisions aren't reached lightly. And you know, just like we do in forming our team, you make the best decision that you can at the time with the information that you have. 
uh, ultimately you're going to have to disappoint, you know, a few people. And, and, you know, I can't think of a time that they've selected an Olympic team that that wasn't the case. Um, you know, I don't think anybody can deny that Neck is a hell of a player. Um, it's, you know, just didn't work out this time. So let's, uh, we're going to do a kind of a little block here. We want to thank the people who make, uh, this show possible and who have helped our network get along. So I, I do want you to hear the interview with Michelle Redmond. We're going to start off with that, talking about the Land of Lakes Legends Classic. In addition to the great Cheryl Reeve, here on the Cheryl Reeve Show, we have the great Michelle Redman. A number of professional victories, a bunch of top tens in LPGA majors, and now is involved in the Land Lakes Legends Classic out of the Meadows of Mystic Lake. It's going to be August 5th through 7th, 18-hole Pro-Am on August 5th, 36-hole tournament on August 6th through 7th. They're going to have a lot of great players and great names, including uh, Nancy Lopez. So, Michelle, tell me about this tournament, how it came about, and... Uh, you know, I, I assume you're pretty excited about this. This is a big move for women's golf in Minnesota. Yeah, I am really excited about it. We've been, Jim Lehman and I have been working on this event for about three years now. Uh, we originally, uh, we really wanted Land O'Lakes to, to be the, the title sponsor for the event. We went to them about three years ago and they committed, you know, within a couple of weeks of us actually pitching them, which was great. And we really felt like Mystic Lake, the Meadows at Mystic Lake is a, just a perfect fit for it because all the facilities that we need are right there. So it, it just took us a little time to kind of get everything coordinated with, with Mystic Lake and with Land Lakes. And so it's just been a, it's been really fun. It's been, you know, we were, we were all set to go last year. In fact, when COVID hit in March, we were, you know, ready. We, pr- we pretty much had a media day on our calendar. So we had to kind of put everything at a full stop, but uh, it gets given us a little time to even be more prepared for this year. So it's, it's exciting. I mean, I, uh, it's, it's a big moment for me just because I've been wanting to do this for a long time and I I love hosting events. It's just gotta be a a huge undertaking. I mean, to to start, I mean, it's, it's hard enough to run a golf tournament, to start a golf tournament. That has to be a lot of work. Yeah, it is. You know, we, um, we actually hired a consulting firm locally called Full Swing Consulting Mm -hmm. and they, they, they actually helped with the U.S. senior amateur out at Minicata. And then they were asked the next year by the USGA to help with the US Senior Am out in Oregon. So they they have some experience running events this big, and that's been really helpful for us. Uh, but we all have learned something along the way. And I think the, the really neat part is, is you know, we want to have this event moving forward, and we're going to have a really nice, uh, you know, list and idea. And we're going to have our own way of how we're going to do it moving forward, which is nice. We're kind of kind of recreating a little bit the, the tournament operations manual a little to get it done and get it done the way we want it. And I'm not surprised it's Lando Lakes that's sponsoring this. It's funny, it's funny. I was on the conference call with all of you, including Jim and uh, Nancy, and I saw a face of Kim Olson, uh, who uh, her children survived my coaching uh, in Lakeville. Oh. Okay. okay. So, so I know Kim yep. very well. It's cool to see Lando Lakes involved. Uh, and what do you see as the future of women's golf in Minnesota? You obviously have retired as the Gophers golf coach. You're still very invested in the golf community. I, I just always, I just feel like Minnesota is a golf mecca that isn't always recognized as such. When we've had majors here, they've done very well. The Ryder Cup it did, did incredibly well. 3M Open is turned into a, a PGA Tour stop. Are, are we going to see more tournaments like yours? Are we going to see an LPA, LPGA stop uh, down the road in Minnesota? What do you think? I hope. I mean, I hope so. I, you know, for me, it's really important to make sure that women have the same opportunities as the men. And I think I still – 
100% think that golf is pretty far behind in that. I think they're working on catching up. So my hope is, is to continue to have events like that here in Minnesota and around the U.S. I mean, we don't have that many events this year. So I would really like to work and create a model where we have an event like this and we run it in California. We do something down south. We do something on the East Coast to kind of expand the brand a little bit and, and get us more events, you know, in the U.S. So I really hope so. I, I think, you know, just I think after everything that went on with the NCAA basketball and the women's side that, you know, a lot of companies are working really hard to make sure that they're giving the same type of an experience to the female athletes as they are to the male athletes. And I think that's, that's really important. Now, what's the best way to get tickets? Okay. So you can go on our website, uh, the legends, classic MN.com and get web, get tickets that way. We also, uh, that's probably the easiest way, unless you're going into a local golf shop, we do have some banners and things around town, but the best way is through our website. You can, you have the choice of buying single tickets or a ticket for both days, Friday and Saturday, they're $25 per each day kids 17 and under are free so and it's going to be a really good we, we're really working to make this a family kid-friendly event as well so we're going to have some activities uh we're going to we're working on not for sure yet some things with hopefully having second swing involved and doing some fitting and some putting things out there and we also have one thing that i can't announce yet so i'm hoping as we get down here in the next couple of weeks we can we can kind of announce that Lana Lakes has a really cool thing that they're going to have out there for us for a couple of days, but I can't expand on that yet. So it's, it's just going to be a, it's going to be a great celebration of not only women's golf, but just women in sport in general. That's great. And of course, that's what the Cheryl Reese show is all about. And we try to do as much mm -hmm. as we can across the network on that. So here, here's what we're doing today. Uh, we're having a conversation with Michelle Redmond for the, the Cheryl Reeves show. Uh, we're going to continue this conversation and have a lengthier discussion over at my new show, Blocked and Muted with Jim Suhan, where I take, tackle a bunch of topics in the first half of the show that I have my favorite people on as guests in the second half of the show. So uh, for Cheryl Reeve lis listeners, uh, please support this event, get out there, buy tickets, pass the word around, tell people about the Cheryl Reeve show, tell people about Michelle Redman and Jim Lehman and their great work with this tournament. I hope it's a great success. And a reminder, as always, we thank our producer, Brandon Morton. You can find all of our shows at TalkNorth.com. Follow us on Twitter at TalkNorthPod to see the shows as they are released. Best way to listen to this show or the network, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. And we would like to thank Rudy, Rudy Luther Toyota. Ready for a women-forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. Ten cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. So your team, as we speak tonight, is back to 500. It, you know, it took a lot of work to get there. Uh, but now you're right there in the middle. You know, you're, you're in a pretty good position. Uh, you go to Phoenix for two games this week. Uh, I guess, give, if you don't mind, give me your assessment of where your team is right now and what's the next challenge. Well, you know, we're 7-3 we're and three over the last 10 games um, with, with some quality wins in there. Uh, you know, a couple wins on the road, some gritty wins, you know, getting down in games and, you know, fighting our way through it, working our way back in it. 
Uh, I like, you know, you, you have to go through tough times. Any good team, in order to get to the other side, you got to go through some tough times. Um, and, and we've gone through tough times and losses. We've gone through tough times and wins. Um, but, you know, a pretty impressive record. Uh, there's only a couple teams that, that have a better record than us in the last uh, in the last 10 games. And, and that's what we really look at. As we all know, it's been well documented that, uh, you know, we got off to a tough, tough start. But uh, the two top teams in the league are, are eight and two over the last 10 games. And, and we're seven and three. So we're right there. Uh, so I really can appreciate how our team has navigated through uh, the beginning of the season. And, uh, you know, we know that it's this stretch doesn't get any easier the next four out of five on the road. Uh, so it was important, you know, that we play uh, well. We, we went a tough home game last night against a really good Aces team, uh, you know, competed our butts off, as did as did Vegas. And, you know, um, I was just impressed how we, uh, you know, just we, we sort of found our identity um, and, and we've had to work through that. I think I said that to people that it's going to take some time for us to figure out, well, what is what, who is who in terms of what we're doing offensively, why we're doing it, when we're doing it. And I think we kind of found our groove with that. And, uh, you know, defensively, we have a good idea of what we're trying to get done. And, you know, players are kind of, I think, got some momentum about what we're doing. And, um, you know, it's, it's important. I think every team, you know, like you said, we're all kind of bunched up here uh, beyond those, those top teams. Um, and so we're all just kind of trying to take it one game at a time. Cause you know, you know, from, from, uh, you know, one week to the next, things can change quickly. Heck, if you watch the standings from one day to the next, yeah. uh, which is so important, you know, we, we don't do it, but all everybody around us does, uh, you know, Hey, Hey, you're in fourth, Hey, you're in fifth, you're a half game out of, you know, look, okay. On next thing, you know, you could be in 11th before you know it. Uh, so it's just, it's just one of those things that, um, you know, locking in and, and understanding your next opponent. Where are we? What are we going to get done? And, and play the best that you can that night and don't save yourselves. And, uh, you know, once that game is done, put it in the books and move on to the next one. And what would you say your identity as a team is right now? Well, I think we're finding our way in terms of getting field goal attempts where they need to be, you know, as far as who they're for, uh, when they happen, where they happen. Uh, I think we've identified um, in terms of, you know, who best can deliver uh, in certain situations. Uh, so I think those things have been really important. And then defensively, I think, um, you know, depending on who we're playing, you know, last night, I, you know, I, it, it just was a, such a great challenge for uh, someone like Demiris Dantas. Um, you know, while, you know, her game wasn't a big game because everybody looks at scoring, uh, you know, Demiris was, I thought, really impactful in terms of what we were trying to get done defensively. You're guarding Asia Wilson and Liz Cambage. And then when we have Nafisa Collier at the small forward spot, uh, Bill Lambeer and the Aces like to go with the Erica Hamby. Uh, and so that's a really, really big front line with Hamby, Hamby Wilson and uh, Cam Beige. And I just thought that uh, while I know Asia had 28 and uh, Cam Beige played well and had 20 rebounds, um, I, I just thought we handled you know, their adjustments and trying to slow us from being in the paint where we've got Sill repeated attempts, we got Fee repeated attempts, uh, Lasia got in there. Uh, and we scored 52 points in the paint against a team that, you know, wholeheartedly believes in not letting their opponents be in the paint. So that part was really, really impressive. And I think our identity throat showed through in that. We'd like to thank Glory Ramsey of Successful Marketing Group, SuccessfulMarketingGroup.com. Hey, Glory here with Successful Marketing Group. As you know, I work with local businesses, and right now, I'd love your help in supporting local Twin Cities restaurants. This month, I'd like to spotlight Day by Day Cafe. They've been a St. Paul institution since 1980. My daughter and I have been going there for almost 20 years. 
They're family-owned and loved for their scratch kitchen breakfast and magical outdoor patio with koi pond. Oh, and their new wood fire pizzas are a big hit. Go to my Instagram at SuccessfulBizOwners for more info on them. We'd also like to thank Cara Quinn. You can find her at CaraQuinnRealtor.com. She still works for Vibe Realty. And uh, what I, things I like about you know having a connection with her is I get the the weekly emails, you know, notes from her. Uh, and, you know, it's not always about how you sell your house. This week, uh, she says, with the mandates and restrictions easing, life is starting to begin again here in the Twin Cities. I know that because I spent a lot of time downtown Minneapolis with my wife this week. Uh, I, as I said on my show and on the Krasinski show, uh, go downtown, have a beer, have a have a meal, have lunch, breakfast, dinner. It, it We're completely safe. Uh, Go to a Lynx game. Go to a Twins game. Enjoy our downtown. We have a beautiful downtown. Anyway, back to what Carl was saying. Uh, Most of us ready to get back out and enjoy all the community has to offer. We've gathered some notable events coming up along with Neighborhood Guide to Midway. So uh, Carl doesn't just know Minneapolis neighborhood. She knows St. Paul as well. As she said, she also knows how to close a deal, whether you're buying or selling. So check out Carl Quinn Realtor. Dot com. Uh, I don't, you know, I never know exactly wh- what you can say about certain things. News came out today that the Indiana Fever released Lauren Cox. Is there anything you want to say or can say about that? Uh, nothing other than, you know, there's a notable date in our season that w- would lead to uh, that transaction and others that, that will come, uh, you know, by tomorrow at, at four o'clock central time, uh, which is uh, what's known as the guarantee date. Uh, and so if you have players on your roster that are unprotected, uh, it's decision time of whether you want to move forward with that. Um, you know, you can waive a player, you know, perhaps Lauren, uh, in this case, Lauren Cox might've been waived to, uh, you know, either to, to be done with Indiana, or you could always re-sign a player. Uh, if you're unsure, you can sign up to seven day contracts. So that sort of begins that process of seven day contracts. And, um, you know, you're, you're on the hook if, if teams don't make a move, uh, by tomorrow, four o'clock central time. And you've had to do a lot of roster shuffling, obviously, this year. The most notable uh, person affected by that has been Clarendon. What, I mean, I don't know exactly how to phrase this. Uh, How difficult is it to go through all these cycles where you're having to re-sign a player for another round? Is that tough on the players, tough on the organization? Or is it just business as usual the way the CBA is structured right now? Um, you know, in terms of that particular situation, you know, there's, there's a great deal of communication uh, around it. So Lasia understands what's happening. Um, <laughs> she joked, uh, you know, each time she signs, it gets less. And she's saying, <laughs> I think, I feel like I'm going to owe you money before, before <laughs> we're done. Uh, so, but anyway, yeah, I, I think Lasia has been uh, such a pro, uh, has been such a bright spot for us. And, and she knows what the, uh, the end goal is, uh, with regard to her position with our team and, um, you know, so it's, they've been around long enough to know that there are processes you have to go through. There is a salary cap to be managed, roster spots to be managed at this point in time, guaranteed contracts or unguaranteed contracts to be managed. Um, but I think communication helps those things. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, it is difficult for a player as much as they, you know, they try to try to push on, but uh, control what you can control. That, that's all you can do. Uh, by the way, another way to get tickets for the uh, Land Lakes Legends Classic is Legends classicmn.com. That might be the easier way than the uh, website I gave you earlier. Uh, so your point guard position, it feels like it's, it's still a work in progress. Dangerfield is obviously a talent. Uh, how are you handling her? What are your expectations for her right now? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think the point guard position is actually stabilized, which, which mm-hmm. I really appreciate. I think we have 
obviously, you know, we, we've talked about Lasia and then I think Crystal being in her role, I think has been good for the team. And, you know, my expectations of any point guard, uh, obviously including Crystal and, and, you know, that would put Lasia in that category is to, uh, to, to be able to lead the team and direct the team when necessary. Uh, you saw with Lasia uh, in this last game, uh, picking her spots, uh, knowing, you know, when it's her time uh, to go get a bucket and, and how, uh, where you know, paying attention to the scouting report, what we're saying, how, what's going to be available against this team. Uh, you know, we, we felt like against Vegas, uh, playing in the pick and roll game, there were some things available that would really highly suit both Lasia and Crystal. Um, and so what's necessary for me is when you come on the floor uh, that you understand if a team is pressing, uh, you understand if, you know, if they're in zone, you understood the scouting report, you're coming in right away and you're making an impact because you're communicating and organizing. And then, oh, by the way, you know, you got to call your number uh, when, when it's available and understanding and recognizing those times. So any point guard, any coach, those are the things that you're looking for. Uh, and then certainly we didn't even talk about, you know, the defensive side of things. Uh, Lays is very different than Crystal. Uh, Lasia impacts the game very, very physically. Uh, and, and Crystal's still learning how uh, to find a way, you know, to use her quickness and use uh, the gifts that she has in a way that's beneficial for the team defense. So, you know, those are things that we talk about regularly uh, with, with uh, and, and Rachel, I would include in that as, as, uh, as another point guard that, that, uh, uh, that we have on the team. Any final thoughts? Uh, sometimes we get into social justice. Sometimes you have something you want to promote. I think Link's night is coming up at Target Field uh, on July 5th, and there's a promo of Cheryl about to throw a fastball right at, I think, Candace Parker's head. Uh, oh, you really? Check that out as well. <laughs> you have a great, you you have a very determined face. You have and very good form. You got the the ball cock right behind your right so ear. I was so excited. <laughs> Were you? I was so oh, I was so excited. I mean, you've it had a lot. Of, you've had a lot of big thrills in the sports world. What what that made was that exciting for you? Oh, that was one of them. Uh, I just love the game. Uh, I, I played as as a youngster. Uh, I was on the diamond more than I was anywhere else. Uh, absolutely love the game. It started at a really young age. Played t-ball. Uh, played baseball when I was in Omaha um, and, and then moved into traveling softball. Uh, so I just was around it. My, you know, my dad was, was a coach and that's what we did. You know, my, my mom had to go to many a tournaments, you know, how families do on, on the, on the weekends. And um, I just loved it. And it just, it's been admit so long. The last time I played competitively, I was a freshman in college. Uh, I was never somebody after college that I played on, uh, you know, teams competitively as an adult. I just never did those things. Uh, and so that was the first time I had a mitt on and a ball in my hand. And huh. I just remember just feeling just so excited. Uh, you know, I, I practiced for the throw just to make sure my shoulder would be okay. <laughs> you know, you get a little bit older, you think you can do some things and your body tells you you can't, but, uh, but it was just a thrill, absolute thrill. And, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll never forget that and really appreciate the twins for that. That's so cool. Anything else you want to get to today? We're going to do another show later in the week when you're in Phoenix, so no rush. But if there's anything else you want to bring up, uh, feel free. I think it's a good day, good, good time for a wrap. Great. All right, let's uh, wrap this show up. We'll talk to Cheryl later in the week. Good luck in Phoenix. And thanks, as always, to t Cheryl for her time. Thanks to Brandon Morton, and thank you for listening to TalkNorth.com.